do that. Let's do this. You're listening to a Cool Truth podcast production. What's up? What's up? What is up, baby? Cool Truth, we're back. It's been a while. Just a quick note. Mr. Hollywood, the executive producer of Cool Truth News. The mastermind is in the lab working on future things, future productions for Cool Truth and some other special things. So he's not with us tonight, but with me, the one and only... Co-host of Cool Truth, my buddy, the Professor, Mr. Whitehouse. What is up, my brother? Finally, finally. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. Yeah, it has. Finally, we return on air. It's been a while. It's been a while. How things? Um... It's going, bro. You know how it is. We live in this uh, 2020 life, COVID lifestyle. You know, three months, three weeks away from the election. You know, it's going great. You're right. Yeah, I know. Uh, crazy as crazy can be. I'm, I'm just gonna say this. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make any political statements or anything like that. But please, I don't. Even, I don't even care what way you vote. Go out and vote. Do that. You gotta vote. You gotta vote. Yeah, Everybody's gotta vote. It's, and if you can go, if you could vote in person, better. If you can apply for a ballot the, the proper way, that's even better. Um, and I, I hope that's the extent of it. But okay, everybody, go on vote. We'll just leave it at that. Yes, yes. yes. Well, we have AEW Dynamite tonight. Um, we're gonna get into that. But before we do, I want to throw a little something at you um, before we get into the specific show. Since we did not do a post-show last week, um, oh. the dog collar match. Um, I, I just want to talk about it real quick. I think it was one of the main things that I took out of last week's show that we did, we hadn't covered yet. Um, I thought the match was really good. Uh, I, I would have liked to have seen a better, longer one on a pay-per-view instead of you know the first hour of Dynamite. Um, Cody wins the belt back. Uh... Again, this is another spot for Brody. We got to see where it goes from here. Uh, they they tell us we're going to have a match next week. Cody's going to defend the title, and we got Orange Cassidy coming. But your overall thoughts on the uh, the dog collar match, how the match went, and then that leading into Orange Cassidy, which um, we'll get into uh, later on on the show as well. I enjoyed the dog collar match. I thought it was pretty cool. They brought out uh, uh, the Hammer Valentine sitting there uh, in the seats last week. Uh, but I, as you, wish that they kept this type of a match for a pay-per-view because uh, it would have been longer. Uh, no compute, no uh, commercial interruptions, what have you, that you get on normal TV. But for a TV match, I thought they, they, I thought they tried to give, they did service to that match. In, in, in years past, but I think they could have uh, uh, 
they could definitely up it a notch if it was on pay per view. Um, but in that end, it, it was good. Uh, you know, I, I liked they gave uh, they put the belt back on Cody. Um, interesting that uh, Orange had to be his first uh, um, title match in his second reign. So uh, we'll get that to that when we hit that segment. But uh, it was an interesting choice, nonetheless. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I, you know, we we've talked about it. I think this is this is a theme we're going to see for a while. Yeah, you know, going forward. Um, listen, there, uh, you know, their their ratings are holding. They were a little bit down last week. Uh, you know, there's a lot going on right now. Whatever, whatever. Um, you know, uh, you're, the show's not terrible. Uh, even going into tonight, I mean, I'm not sure how you felt about tonight's show. I, again, I think it's Jekyll and Hyde. It's some good, some bad, some puzzling. It's almost like the good, the bad, and the ugly every week. Uh, I don't want to call the show bad. I think it's overall, you know, it's a good two hours of entertainment. It kind of, you know, gets you away from some things, gives you something to watch for two hours. But um, it still needs a lot. I, th- I just think it needs a lot of work. Um I don't know. The pacing's weird sometimes. Uh, their obsession with all these extra people on commentary lately—it's—it's uh, it's a little much. Um, but then you, you know you have some really good matches. Uh, they did advance some storylines. They did do some cool stuff. You got some of the dorky stuff again. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I gotta say though, I wasn't blown away like a one-year anniversary show. Um, it, it just seemed like the run of the mill dynamite to me. Like, I, I know they brought it up early on the the, the one year anniversary, and they, they they mentioned it throughout the show. But did you really get a feel? It was like a one year anniversary. Like this was a no, big no, deal. Technically, it's not. It was last week. Yeah, um, I know, but it's still though. But they but they build this as the one year anniversary, right, show. which is weird. I just thought it was weird. Yeah, when they when they did it. Um, no, I mean. I mean, outside of them bringing in different people and surprises, I mean, that's kind of what I was expecting. Again, that's because that would have been what WWE would have done. You know, so they went a complete opposite, I guess. Um, The show was good, but like you said, and I agree, there was, you know, for as good as it was, there's still some things that uh, I could do without. You had your weird moments, a couple weird moments. I'm sure we'll get to um, when we go through this lineup. But it's it's again. I just think that they're their own. They're, they're their own worst enemies, and I think that just comes into play, uh, you know, week after week. But you know, it's crazy that it's, it's only a year. You know, and uh, no, it just felt like a normal uh, dynamite to me. And, uh, you know, right or wrong or indifferent, but it was just, for me, it was just a normal, um, a normal, uh, dynamite. Cause like I said, for me, it was a little weird that they were doing it this week. Cause really last week was their year. First Wednesday of yeah. October, you know, but they picked this Wednesday. Well, okay, we'll go with it. But, um, you know, I, I'm getting it. We'll get through this through the lineup, but 
I'm getting the vibe and I'm getting the sense and I'm reading the tea leaves and seeing how this is going to go that Full Gear may end up being better than what All Out was. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I would say right now, I'd, um, uh, with uh, the with the uh, the number one contender final, um, yeah. you're going to have a quality tag team title match. Um, yeah, I, I mean, if we're, it goes the way it's supposed to. Yeah, we'll if it, to that. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, but I also think you know, uh, other teams in that match could make for a good title match if could make it for a decent. Yeah, if it yeah, was to go yeah. a different way. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I guess I, I, I don't know if I want to go all the way there yet. Uh, well, the potential's there because you got the you got the one on one contender, you got the tag team title. Darby Allen and Cody for the TV title. Oh, maybe. I'm sorry, TNT title. Maybe, maybe not. But you know, Cody and Darby. Or I mean, again, there's not a Darby. lot. That's it's, not too fucking bad. It, it's not, but you're, it's three matches. Uh, you know, and they're not even all. They're not even set yet. I mean, my guess is we're gonna get Omega and Hangman. I'd be very shocked if we don't. I'll be shocked. Um, you know, we could get there too. Um. Yeah, I, I you know we got a ways to go to full gear. Uh, yeah. I, they have work to do. Um, could it be a better pay per view? I mean, I hope it's not going to be worse because um, it was probably the worst pay per view they've had yet. So I would I would hope it'd be better. Um, but uh, we got we, again we got a ways to go there. Uh, but uh, you know let's let's That's get in. Yeah, let's dive into um, the. One year anniversary show again. One not a year? lot of not a lot of great fanfare for it, but uh, they maybe that's, what, that's why too. Because maybe, this, you know. but I mean they didn't do anything drastically different. You know, um, I don't know. They, it just yeah, yeah. It's one year anniversary show. Everybody's going to defend their title. Yada yada yada. Uh, there was really nothing to distinguish it is where I'm going. But they called it the one year anniversary show, so. That's the way they build it, so that's what we'll talk about it as. Um, we opened yet, up with uh, FTR and Best Friends, which I thought, when you look at it, I thought that was a good way to start. I mean, I thought this match was solid. You know, you had your traditional FTR takes advantage, you know, and just cuts the ring off and, and works their masterpiece till, the, till, you know, Best Friends can get a hot tag. Yeah. You know, but and then you get Tully doing his thing, thrown in there. But you know, all in all, I, I thought best friends played their part well, and it just you know, just elevating. You're continually elevating FTR every week, in my opinion, which is the right thing to do. Yeah, um, I, it's a good way to start the show. I figured it. I figured out of all the championship matches, you'd get either that or you or you would get Cody and yeah Orange. So uh, either either way. Um, Good way to start the show. Uh, you had the spot in the middle of the match where they broke the arcade game that yeah. Kip, Kip Sabian was playing, and you know, kind of set up their next, kind of set up the next feud. He's they're all ticked off at best friends for Chucky going through the uh, the arcade game, and um, so you had that aspect of it. Uh, I thought it was a good match. Um, I'm kind of surprised they got out of best friends that quickly. Uh, you know, just kind of like, yeah. yep, they're here we go. They're they're our next contender. Wipe the floor with them, 
and best friends is moving on to looks like Nero and Sabian. And now we got, you know, we got the, uh, the four way to decide who's going to face off with FTR. I'm just a little surprised they got out of the, the best friends thing that quickly, given how they've, you know, built them up with the, um, with the feud with, uh, LAX, yeah. you know, yeah. and, and the way that culminated, I'm, I'm kind of surprised they got out of it so quickly, but they did. The match was good. I mean, uh, I feel like they've they've set the bar pretty high. Um, FTR set the bar pretty high, yeah. and uh, yeah, I mean, listen, um, it, it's when you when you set the bar so high uh, with all these matches. Sorry, my TV just clicked back on. I had a pause. Oh, Laura, stop. I that. Laura, stop. <laughs> I, I was watching Laura while we were getting ready, and I was just, she, just keeps, she keeps coming back. Laura. She's stubborn. Yeah. Yeah, Let me just turn it off. I'll just do that. Just pick up where I left off later. Um, yeah, anyway, so um, what I basically where I'm going is, you know, uh, I think it's going to get to a point with these FTR matches where a match like tonight was really good just feels very normal because... Their bar is set very high at this point. And I'm not saying that to take away from this match because I did think it was very good. But, um, yeah, I mean, um, good way to open the show. Uh, but uh, it seems like FTR is going to be on to uh, frying some bigger fish. Yeah. You know, you get, the, like you said, you got the spot where they go in the crowd and Trent goes through the arcade box, um, which when it exploded... You'd figure there'd be some innards. It's, I mean, there had to been some wires or something. But he goes through it, and there's just, it's just blank. So it's curious how they were playing a video game with nothing inside the the arcade box itself. But, hey, I'm not an electrician. I'm just going on a whim. But that's just me. Uh, but so then you had Penelope. You know, she's running through the back, probably to alert um, Miro, and then after the match, uh, conveniently after the match, Miro comes down and just decides he's going to decimate best friends. So that leads us, I bring that up because that leads us into the next match, which for all intents and purposes was a squash match. You had Miro and Kip versus, it took me all match to finally figure out their names. I think it's, and I could be wrong. From what I gathered through the match, doing some rewinding and trying to see the announcers and not uh, say their names, I think it's Lee Johnson and Sean Maluda or Maluda Maluda Maluda. Um, Sean Maluda. Yeah, thank you. Um, but you know, you had your squash match. You know, Myro, and it was actually Myro's work. I think Kip got tagged in once to do a. Frog splash or splash off the top, and then and then Myro just put on his uh, camel clutch, uh, Rusev crush. So um, yeah, I mean it was just a squash match in my opinion, and uh, you know uh, Myro's a badass, still an asshole though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I, um, <laughs> Yeah, it's again tough with Morrow after what he said. Yeah, I mean, uh, hopefully, it's hopefully, hard. hopefully, hopefully, we could get beyond it uh, after a while. Um, but I'm still not in. 
I don't know. I'm not. I, I'm not in love with the idea of this tag team anyway type thing. You, you know, you got to show that as a ton of tag teams anyway, and this is how you're you're going to introduce him on a tag team. Eh, I don't know. Um, but you, you know, whatever. That's the way they did it. Obviously, he's 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 the brawn, and I guess Sabian's the brains. I, I, is that where they're going here? <laughs> um, not doing much with Penelope. She's just kind of just kind of a. Uh, what you call it at this point? Um... Tattletail. Yeah, she's, yeah she's, she's basically just a valet at this point, which yeah. is kind of weird, but okay. I guess Kenny's not a fan of her wrestling. So, uh, so after this match, they go right to, right to the, uh, right to the bracket for the world title eliminator tournament. Is what they're calling it, um, and then the finals will be uh, on uh, full gear, November seventh. So next week it starts, and I believe our I believe the first match will be Penta versus his brother Ray, and then and Kenny is wrestling uh, Joey Janela, and then on the other side it's it's Colt and Hangman. And Wardlow and Jungle Boy. Um, so those are your eight. Those are your four matches. And uh, you know, I think Kenny has a harder bracket. That's just he's got one more harder match. You know, no disrespect to Wardlow or Jungle Boy, but I think uh, reading the tea leaves here. Uh, Hankman definitely got a nice smooth sail into the finals, in my opinion. And Kenny is going to have a tough match, but either with Ray or Penta, you know what? That's going to be a badass match. Um, you know, they're semifinal to get into the final, but I think the writing's on the wall here, AC, for a Kenny Omega and Hankman final at full gear. Looking at this bracket, I mean, it, going into the tournament, I think that's kind of how we felt this uh, this thing was going to go. Um, yeah, it makes sense. Um, they got to get somewhere with it. You know, it's been so long. You know that they had the titles; they were together. You're wondering how it was going to end between them. Um, it, it 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 was kind of murky it's kind of it's kind of strange that uh we're sitting here now in october and we're looking at a tournament um for the number one contender and this is how we're gonna get to kenny and hangman um i i i mean i i i probably guessed that a few months ago i i this seems like they they didn't know how to get where they needed to get with these two, and yep. this tournament gave them gave it to them, which is fine. Uh, but I don't think that you know somebody said like five months ago, like, "Hey, you know, we're gonna have this number one contender tournament, and that's when Kenny's gonna go back to being a single, and because Kenny went back to being a single, Hangman's gonna go back to being a single, and then we're gonna get him, put him in this tournament, and then we're gonna put him on opposite sides of the bracket." Um, the one thing I'll say though is. You are setting themselves up for disappointment if you don't get Kenny and Hangman. Yeah. Um, 
Or, I mean, it, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe, may, maybe they have some other way not to do it that would advance the story. I don't know. Uh, we'll see how it goes. But I, I, I think you'd get Kenny and Hangman. I'm a little surprised. Um, I'm a little surprised they went brother versus brother in the first round. Right. Uh, um, yeah, I, I would. I, it's not that I don't want to see them wrestle each other, and it's not that I think it's bad that they're wrestling each other in this uh, tournament here. Um, but I don't. I, I, it's you're going to have one of them out in the first round. Is is kind of where, where I'm where I'm at with this. But it's you know it's not a huge tournament, so maybe that was the thinking behind it. It's probably the it's probably the best way to make sure that they wrestle each other if you're looking at it. If you're looking at it from the um, from that point of view, so I, I you know I think you're going to get a really good match from the two of them, uh, yep. Pentagon and and um, and Ray. And I I will give them this. I think it's a great idea to have them kick off the tournament together because I do too. that's the first best first round match of of yep. all of them that I saw. Yeah, yeah. Not even, it's not even close, man. It's yeah. not even close. Because no disrespect to Jungle Boy, I think Wardlow's going to toss him around like a ragdoll. Yeah. You know what uh, I mean? And so you got Wardlow, Colt's not getting out of the first round, so it's Wardlow hanging, which has potential two big guys. Well, absolutely. Right, you think close. you think it's guaranteed that, that Wardlow wins that match? No, it's not a guarantee. No. I mm. think they'll be they'll mucky the waters a little bit. But um but I I mean I, I think it's a good way to 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 you know showcase Wardlow, make him a little serious, and at least get him out of the first round. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe, See, but, I mean, it could be yeah. Jungle Boy's, Jungle Boy come right, out, too. Right, right, I yeah. Mean, I mean, it's kind of... either way. I know, yeah. It really, it really is a match that could go either way. Um, I, I wouldn't mind um, Hangman and, and Jungle Boy in a semi. I honestly wouldn't mind that. That would probably be a very excited... Semi-final match, Jungle Boy and, and, and Hangman. I think that would be pretty good. Are they in the... Oh wait, is that, does that bring them right to a semi? Yeah, because this is the quarterfinals. That would be the semifinals. And then you have the finals at full gear. There's only four matches. Oh, man, yeah. You know, it just feels like That's the tournament's... Crazy. It kind of feels like the tournament's so short. You know what I mean? Oh, man. I'm wondering if they're testing this out with eight-man. Yeah. See how it does? Uh, Maybe we get next year their version of the J1. I mean, G1 tournament. Um, Sorry. I I just got used to calling it the J1. Well, you mean... Jay White's on a fucking phenomenal run right now over there. Sorry. the, the difference, though, is that in, in in that tournament you get you get like the round robin, yeah, and then you you get you you kind of win your way into the tournament tournament. So right, right, it's a little right. bit this the, the a little bit different, but the structure is a lot different. They're going to come up with their own version of it. Hmm. You know, I, I, I don't know. I just I just have that in the back of my mind. I I don't know what nothing's. Sub- so I mean, I think I, I like the idea of them doing these tournaments a little bit because I, do I, too. I think it makes it makes some things a little bit easier for them in, in a sense. But at the same time, I don't know that just constantly just saying, all right, we're going to take eight tag teams. We're going to take 
eight guys. You know, you know what I mean? Like, I think that they have to. I'm not. Ne- I don't necessarily think they have to go as far as a, uh, oh, a month long. Right, but yeah, but I, I think I think having, you know, maybe winning your way into it, uh, something like that. Sure. Um, yeah, I think there's some other ways to go about it. Yeah. No, that. I mean, think about look what WWE used to do with the Royal Rumble. Wait, who does Kenny have? have? I forgot who does Kenny, Kenny has Janela. Oh yeah, oh, that's right. That's I mean, come on. Why is Janela even in it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I listen. It's it's almost a foregone conclusion. Whoever Kenny fought in the in the first round, he was gonna beat. But can we like, you know what I mean? Like, come, like, come on, Janela. I mean, Janela's not even on a run that you would say like Jungle Boy. You would be like, okay, you know, Jungle Boy's been he, maybe maybe he's not on a winning streak as a singles right. competitor, but he's kind of like, all right, you can kind of see what he's doing singles wise, uh, breaking out a little bit. Um, Hangman and Kenny trying to get back into the singles game. Okay, cool. You, uh, brother versus brother, who I'm guessing they're in a single singles game. Um, there, there's a lot of question marks there. There may be some booking coming out of that to let you know about that with this one. Um, maybe also, uh, you know, maybe, uh, you look at Wardlow hasn't had a lot of matches. Here's a good, good chance to get him a match, you know. Uh, but if uh, Cole Cabana and Joey Janela don't need to be in this for me, no, no, oh, no, not at all. And look who those two are stuck with. First round, you know. <laughs> right, 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 right. You know. So this takes us into the uh, uh, after the bracket was shown, we get uh, MJF on the mic doing uh, spitting out his. Uh, you know, doing what he does best on the mic, really. Uh, he's calling out Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho comes out with the inner circle. Uh, and I think we finally get what we wanted to see from their very first exchange from almost a year ago. Um, and it goes back, it's, and, it, and it goes back to a couple weeks ago. Well, more than a couple weeks ago, about a month ago. After Moxley, you know, after his match with Moxley, you get MJF cutting a promo saying how, you know, this wolf may need a wolf pack, you know. And so, you know, a month later, we get MJF in the ring, you know, and they're going doing their banter. And my God, can Chris Jericho and MJF banter about absolutely nothing and, and be good? You know yeah. what I mean? It's, you know, and it, was, it just goes to their talent. Um, and then we find... They are, they are, they are, they are good. Uh, the one thing I'll say is I... I mean, I get it with the steak dinner thing. Weird, <laughs> just, man. It's kind of a little goofy, I guess. It. Yeah. <laughs> I, no, it's not even the fact that they're they're going for, like, a steak dinner. But the... I don't know. The way they sold it, it was just kind of goofy for me. Weird, yeah. Um, I think that's but, what they're going for is goofy. Yeah, yeah. Like, you could tell Jericho's doing the goofy thing, like, over-the-top goofy, you know? And it's just, you know, the one-liners coming out of that steak dinner next week. God, you know, you can only imagine what they're going to be, man. <laughs> um, but he asks to join the inner circle. Now, my question to you is, it's already big. It's already not your traditional... Stable. Usually there's four. 
this particular stable already has five. So, my question to you is, if this does come to fruition, who are they kicking out? Or are they extending it to six? Um... I, I, I'm going to go with my original, what I talked about a couple weeks ago. I think it's time for Sammy to move on. I, uh, I know Jericho's done a lot for him career-wise, being in their circles, done a lot for him career-wise. Um, I think, I think Sammy's the guy to go. Um, because it looks like that that's the guy. And I'm not, and, and I'm, and I'm still not against him possibly linking up with Wardlow. Uh, if Wardlow was to leave MJF or MJF was to kick Wardlow out uh, or Jericho was to kick Wardlow out, uh, I, I'm not against them leading up. Uh, we we saw something happen tonight, which I'm sure we're going to get to, with Sammy that was very different than what we saw in this spot. Yeah, man. So I, I, I think it might be time to get Sammy out on his own and kind of let him be his own guy here. Yeah, because I was hoping that you were going to say, because that's what we talked about yep. several weeks ago, is because you look at how tonight went, and you can see, you know, and you see this in the beginning, you know, going back a couple weeks ago, you know, MJF, you know, using quotations here, forgetting, you know, the jacket. And then he gets the jacket, and it's like, it's somebody for my size, not Sammy's size. You know, um, so, so I'm curious to see where they go with this, but I would have to say we're going to get to it in two segments from now, but three segments from now, but seeing a different Sammy, maybe, maybe it is him. You know, I think that's the, I think that'd be the right guy, you know, um, but even the MJF dynamic adding into the inner circle Dude, it totally changes that damn dynamic. You know, so I'm curious to see where they're really... Obviously, the end game in this is an MJF-Chris Jericho program somewhere. Whether it's MJF booting Jericho out or what have you or whatever dynamic that is. But I think that's the end game in, end game here. Don't you, don't you agree? Hmm. Yeah. Yep. I, I agree with you. you know, um, just see how this is going. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like I said, Jericho, you know, makes him put the jacket on. <laughs> <You're the> wrong, <laughs> it's just, it's, yeah, it's, it's kind of like, um, the one thing I've tried, I've tried to learn with AEW and I kind of, I, I kind of brought this up when, uh, yeah. when, when, you know, when we were, um, doing our picks for, uh, for the collar match. Yeah. Um, you know how we were all coming up with these scenarios, yeah. And uh, you know, I just, I just kind of like went to the, what the most logical answer is because AEW seems to always go where the most logical answer is. And yeah. you know, you, I, I when you're trying to see when 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 you're thinking about wrestling, you're always thinking about shock and awe and yeah. uh, you know, surprise and you know, um, and and I, I, I swerves and this that and the other thing. I mean, how many swerves do we really see with them? Not many. That, I mean, again, that could always change. Uh, um, right. But for the most part, 
if you kind of follow what they do, they're kind of telling you where this is going. And and to me, they're telling you that Sammy Guevara is the odd man out. Yeah. And to be honest, like, okay, so if it's not him, uh, they're going to kick out LAX. Um, I don't know if that makes sense right now. I mean, Hager's just kind of there. You, I mean, you could get rid of Hager and Wardlow could easily replace him too. But spot, again, right. but now you have now you're adding two guys. I just think it's it would do something for Wardlow and Sammy to move on, and then you know you have the MJF Jericho thing, which I think eventually would lead to you know them not you know them fighting, struggling for power or something along those lines. I, even if Wardlow stays. With MJF, I, I I could see them struggling for power at some point. Um, not him and Wardlow, but him and him and Jerry. Yeah. You know. Yep. 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 I think that's how that's gonna work. And then we go from this segment, which was good, and then we go to this shitty segment with Tony and, and Brent Baker. And the reason why I'm gonna say it's shitty is because it's the shit that she's done leading up to All Out. And then all-out shitty match with Swall. Like, this segment was funny. But had this been done in the beginning of the summer, this segment, I would have liked it a lot more than what I've seen. Do you know what I mean? I I think I'm, I'm trying to say it right. But it's just, it was hard to like this segment or even find any humor into it. Is because... All the shit that led up to All Out, then the All Out match was a botch. And it's just, it's hard, to, it's hard to root for her as much as I was in the beginning. Just because of the, these last seven, uh, you know, last two months or so. You know, that's all I got to say on that. Mm-hmm. So. Yep, I'm with you. It is, you know. So, you know, the the part where they're they're uh taking off the hair on Tony was pretty funny, but uh so it's just it's just, it's just hard. So did we did we miss the um um sorry to backtrack, but we missed the uh the um Archer and um Max the first nope. fight? Nope. Nope. Didn't come yet. Really? Are you sure? Oh, it did. That was very I, early on. It did. No, no, you're right. It did. We missed. You know, that was right after the Miro and uh, which call? It was match. after the Miro match. Sorry, I scrolled too soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. That's why. Um, yeah, they, they, for Britt Baker, whatever. Anyway, um, you have to backtrack just a little. I, I, it's important to bring it up because I they did something tonight, which um, which our our buddy Edwards brings up a lot, is kind of threading. The uh, main event throughout the show, and yeah. they showed Archer attacking Moxley. Uh, he had Jake with him, obviously, and he's beating down Moxley, and they're trying to break it up. And uh, you see his his new his his new addition to his hairdo, where he has he has the blonde on the he still has the murder hawk, but he's got a blonde into red murder hawk now, which it used to be yep. his. Uh, you know, whatever dark hair into into the red, so a little ch- a little changed the look for Archer, um, and he's beating up Moxley. Obviously, they have the title match later in the show, so they did touch on that early without um, 
without a uh, a promo, they, they they got to some violence, which given those two, I think made a lot of sense. So um, yeah, just just to bring that up real quick, I, I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, I liked I liked it. Uh, it, was, it was a little surprising because they don't, we don't do stuff like that, and they go right to the back, and uh, it's Archer, you know, uh, pushing him, you know, shoving him through, you know, into the wall and taking his head, putting it into the table, you know, until they could break it up. But, no, I thought it was a good touch adding to the main event. And they did start it early. Uh, the segment into the back was right after the, the Miro and Save It match. So it was good to see. It was definitely good to see. Kudos on that. I totally forgot about that. Uh, so after the uh, botchery with Britt Baker, that takes us into the... Uh, a TNT title match with Orange Cassidy and the now blonde Cody Rhodes. So we could put all those he's going heel because he went has dark hair to uh, rumors we could lay him to bed down because he's back to his blonde. No? Don't find it funny? Oh, was that, sorry. I was spacing out for a second. Cody Rhodes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, it's just some of the stuff I've read online the last couple weeks. Was there was you know, there a controversy about that? Not so much a controversy, but from from comments that I've read from uh, people on social media, they were trying to say he's got the dark hair and that's going to lead him going heel. And now with him going back to blonde, we can put those rumors to rest. Man, how many fucking heels does this company need? But, you know... <laughs> Well, Cody said it. He's going to be a babyface. He wants to stay a babyface. That's what this character is. And that's and, what and, 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 and he should, too, by the way. That's... Right. I mean, it's... See, it's, see, here's yeah. the thing, and I was thinking about this during the match, because we've had this conversation on the show before where he's gotten very aggressive in matches and kind of, you know, pushed the lines yeah. of what a heel yeah. or what a babyface yeah. would do in a match. And I think that he'll keep that aggressiveness, but I think he's still the baby, the, the baby face of the show. Yeah, I, the, I mean, you know, I mean, is we don't even know is Omega a baby face? Is he heel? Uh, kind of the same thing with K- Hangman, which is fine, which is fine. I'm just saying we don't really know what they are. Moxley's obviously a baby, um, but other than that, it's a lot of you know guys that blur the lines or. Are basically, you know, heels. I, I guess Darby, Darby would be your other baby, um, you know. And then on, I mean, obviously there's some guys on the lower levels, you know. Uh, uh, Jungle Boy is a baby, but you know, for yeah. the most part, yeah. you don't have a ton, a ton of baby faces. And I, I just think Cody's see Moxley. I think you could you can always go the other way with him, and it won't be an issue. Um, I'm not saying Cody should never be a heel. Uh, I think, but with what they're doing now, I think I like the idea of Cody being that, that guy. Yeah. And I think he's, you know, he's the number one baby face in that company. And, but I think he also, it's okay for that baby face to have a mean streak. I mean, uh, I mean, if you look at, uh, you know, past baby faces, you know, you had your full blown baby faces that, you know, with a goody-goody two-shoes didn't have a mean streak. But you also had your baby faces that had a little bit of a mean streak. Stone Cold, you know. But, yes, he did blur it at times as well. But he was a baby face. 
The Rock's babyface run, he had a little bit of a mean streak in him, too. Um, but it's different. You know, they're all different because they're all different personalities. But I think it's okay for Cody to be a babyface and have that mean streak. Because you saw it, like, tonight come out with frustration. You know, I thought this match was good. Um, uh, I think, you know, this wasn't one of Cassidy's shit fests and, and, and past he's had. And I think a lot of that has to do with Cody mm-hmm. and how good Cody really is in that ring. Um, but I thought it was a very good – I liked the draw aspect of it. One, it was predictable, which is fine. Predictable in the sense of they're not going to do, they're going to protect Orange right now. And so, and a lot of that has to do with the that trilogy he came out of. So they're going to protect him. And I get it. Um, but I thought they did it the right, I thought that they did it in a good way tonight with the draw. We haven't seen a draw in a while now. It, I believe this is Cody's second draw, first as a champ, but overall his second draw. I think he had a draw with Darby Allen last year, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, you know, yeah, I think you're right about that. You know, so it, you know, I don't, so, I don't mind that though. Yeah, neither do I. I mean, you have a time limit for a reason. It's, it's good so that it's they actually re- remind. Yeah, right. If you're gonna if you're gonna have the time limit and you're going to constantly bring it up on the show, it's not a bad idea to utilize it every now and again. Um, I don't think it, I don't think it was bad. I mean, listen, I know you know there's certain people that love Orange Cassidy. There's certain people that are kind of over what's going on with him here. Uh, but the bottom line is they obviously. Uh, are investing a lot, you know, another guy, I, you know, maybe they have more babies than I'm giving them credit for, because I guess, you know, Orange Cassidy is a baby also. Um, you know... Uh, oh, Cody, Cody's got his chairs out, did, did oranges, though. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, you're not, he, listen, Orange... They're not even close. No, nobody's out babying Cody right now. No, nobody is. <laughs> uh, um, I, I, I think if you put him in a ring with Omega, he'd get, he'd outchair Omega. An I think you're right on that one, um, Cody Rhodes is the... Um, fan favorite. Uh, the uh, I mean, again, when you think of all the you know EVPs and everything else, I mean, I think Cody is still whether whether it's true or not. Um, you know whether whether it's true or not in the paperwork or how they work things or whatever. But I think there's a consensus with people who watch AEW and people who follow it that think that Cody's just. A tick above everybody else. Like it's Con Cody, Con Cody next level. Yeah, Cody might tell you differently. Um, it may they may want it to be different, but I think people view it. That's just the impression people have now. Yeah, I I I definitely agree. I think that uh, I think that people give Cody slightly more credit than the other guys when it comes to. Um, dealing with Khan and putting this thing together right. and everything else. And, I mean, right. I think a lot of their statements make it that way, too, because, you know, a lot of them said, you know, until we met Cody, until we met Cody, until we met Cody uh, for for various things. So I think I think a lot of their statements have brought them to that um, and, and make fans feel that way. But I also think they feel that way 
I, I think he's the easiest guy for every AEW fan to universally root for because I think he gives he gives you a little bit of everything. Um, yeah. I think he gives yeah. you an old school feel for the old school guys. He gives you the true, you know, baby face feel. Yeah. Um, and I think he gives, you know, he get the, the WWE aspect because he was there. And then he gives, you know, the younger fans the, you know, what they what they yep. like. Um, and, and the other thing, too, with... I, I, I still believe that they're missing the boat by not just making him the top guy. Um, yeah, I believe, I agree. Every, every time Moxley holds... I think holds, we're going to get there. I, I, I think every, we're going to get there. Yeah, I think, I think so, too. I, I, I think even with Omega, uh, we'll probably be the next champion um, or Hangman, but it'll probably be Omega... I think it doesn't matter who's holding that belt and who Jim Ross decides to tell you is the face of AEW. It just really feels like it's Cody, and it yeah. really feels like people treat yeah. him that way. And I, and I, and you know what? Go, you know, going back to what we talked about before the last pay per view, you know, you brought it up a lot before that pay per view. Like, dude, like Cody's really not going to be on All Out, and he was missed on that show. I'm sorry, he just was. was. You know, he was was I I think and and here's the thing they didn't even get it right bringing him back after in my opinion like if you're gonna leave him off the pay per view that storyline of him coming back better be a fucking slam dunk right. you know what I mean right. I, I don't think the right. storyline was a slam dunk I think the match was no. very good but I don't think the storyline so was got, a slam dunk when you got your most popular well known guy sitting as a guest commentator and he throws out there. Cody's away making TV shows. Kind yeah, of well, fucks that up. Yeah, that was bad. That was really. Uh, and here's another reason why you don't need all these guest commentators, which we're going to talk here, about here, later, here. later in the here, show too. Here, here. Um, the other thing that happened in this match, you know, with the with the Dark Order guys coming out. Um, yeah, it seems like Cody's everybody. Cody has a feud with whether it's MJF. Um, whether it's even Jericho to an extent, uh, whether it's, uh, now with, um, with Brody Lee, um, maybe you can make a case with Archer a little bit too. They always leave that little bit there where they can always go back to it. Go back you know, want. you know, uh, you know, eventually he's got to go back to MJF. I, I'm sure yeah. him and him and Brody aren't done. Uh, he's probably oh, not done with Jericho. Yeah. Uh, I, Archer, I really don't know. Uh, we're going to get to that later in the show. Um, I, I think that Archer had, I, I think I got a clear, clear picture of what his place is for them. Um, you know, and there's other guys on, that have come on the show that you could see Cody do, you know, you have the cage factor, uh, yeah. you know, even, you know, um, you know, they did Starks with him already, but you can see them going back there again uh, at some point, especially if he's going to continue to to defend this the TV Rick. title every week. Getting you the know? rub. Hell yes. <laughs> we're, and again, where were they tonight? Did, did, did I, I was something? just going to ask that did I, did, again, did I miss something? Oh my thunder. God damn it. Why? <laughs> like, no, where, 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 like, where's Brian Cage? Like, he ha- you know, he comes back, has the match last week, yeah, and then it's, like, not off the show. It. It's so weird how they do. And, and that's the thing. Like, I, I you know, I, I we're trying to talk about positive things, too. But this, here you go with the negative again. Like, where are these guys? I know uh, Cody, came, um, Cody came out. Uh, I believe you sent the article where they're talking about yeah. the other hour. Uh, they're having another 
Oh, excuse me. Oh. <sighs> All this work, no play. Makes makes Daddy Cool tired. Uh, anyway, right. as I'm yawning, <laughs> AEW did not make me yawn. I'm not saying that at all. That was that was a, a, a act of God there. Uh, anyway, um, they have another hour of programming. They say it's coming. It's not going to be an extended hour of dynamite. Uh, they didn't. He didn't make it sound like dark is going to take uh, the place of that hour. It's going to be something new, and it it, it they caught they said it's in the Warner family. They didn't say it would be on TNT. We you know you and I talking and Edward talking speculated maybe TBS. Um, they have some other channels, of course. True, I think True TV is one of theirs. I would hope it's not true because nobody's going to watch it if it's not true. But uh, yeah. I hope it's TBS. Um, maybe that show gives you a different feel. Maybe. You could, do something with some of these monsters. Maybe it's later at night. You could get more edgy. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what comes of that. But Cody did mention uh, that that's coming. Um, but yeah, where are we uh, where are we headed from here? We're headed. We get part two backstage. We get Alex trying to interview Archer. Moxley comes out, and they try to go at it once again until they're separated. Uh, so now we got it twice. We got it in the beginning. We got a little bit of it with Alex in an interview in the middle. Uh, so I'm sure Edwards loved that. Um, but uh, um, I thought it was a good spot, you know, keeping uh, you know keeping tabs and building on that main event. Um, from there, we go into Tony Schiavone at ringside with uh, Matt Hardy. Um, which, you know, okay, uh, comes out and says he's 100% clear. We see the guy in the hood again, burning some pictures of Matt, and he turns around or does whatever, and you see that it's Sammy G. Not surprised, but it looks like this feud is continuing. Um, and then you get, you get Matt back on the mic, and he's doing a couple stuttering things before they close out. And it's like that he's not 100%, that he's still got, uh, it looks like, concussion issues with his speech. Or that was just him messing up. I don't know, but either or. But it was just, it was just a weird spot, man. This was weird spot number two for me. Um, it's, it, okay. Uh, they just, you're talking just to Matt Hardy talking? Yeah. Yeah, uh, this is what this is where I'm at with this. I think that Matt Hardy trying to be Matthew Hardy and be like the dad and normal guy is not working. Uh, I don't think it's concussion. I, I really don't. I mean, I hope I'm right about that. Um, you know, he's wrestled since then, or he's you know been in spots since then. Uh, I, I hope it's not that. I really do. Uh, but I, I, I'll say that, uh, you know, it's, he just seems to be better off when he's truly in character. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, yeah. Uh, but for the, you know, again, you know, yeah. going back to Sammy, I love this spot for Sammy. Yeah. With the hoodie burning the pictures. I almost went, they wish they didn't reveal him so quickly. Right, I agree with that. Although it was cool, my only problem with it is, 
it almost looks like two different guys were booking Sammy Guevara on this show. You had goofy Sammy Guevara in the big jacket getting yeah. screamed at by Chris Jericho, you know, yeah. you know, with his sleeves hanging 20 minutes ago, 15, you know, 30 minutes ago, whatever it is. And now you have sadistic. I'm the yeah, one I'm digging the sadistic Sammy. Yeah, I'm, I'm exactly digging. I'm digging I, it. But why did we get? Why did we get both on the same show? Is my question. Why right, not right. just show the hooded guy who apparently is causing all these injuries to Matt Hardy and leave it at that? Right. right. Maybe even uh, get yeah. a maybe even get a comment from Reby like. Why are you still doing this? Or you know what I mean? Like, just make yeah. it very real, and then not reveal who it was uh, right away. So, um, yeah, I think they, I think they reveal. It's good. It's cool. It, when you take it in, in in the context, I'm glad for Sammy that our yeah. last memory of him versus Matt Hardy is in that shit show on the pay per view. Um, right. And I, that who knows? Maybe that was supposed to be the last of it, and they want to lead to this. Uh, I, I hope, I honestly would hope Sammy would go over because I think, I think his career needs it. Um, yep. I, I'm not saying his career would be over if he doesn't go over, but it would be huge for him, of course. Uh, so I hope they go further with this. I just almost wish they waited a little bit longer to pull the trigger on. Well, I, I agree. And I wrote that down here. It's funny. The two things I got here is digging sadistic Sammy and number two, wish they waited a little longer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and I agree. And I part agree. of part of it is we just saw him in that other segment too. So which which guy is he? You, right. you know what I mean? Right. So come back from commercial. Tony's a popular. Tony's a busy guy. So Tony's in the ring, and when they paint to Tony in the ring, you see all the tag teams out in the entrance way, out uh, outside the ring. See a table with a, a bingo spinner in the ring, so it's announced. <laughs> yeah, so it's announced that they're going to do a four-way tag team title match. Sorry, well, four four-man four-team tag team match to determine who will face FTR at full gear. Is this elimination, or did they say? No, I didn't get that. Mm, okay. I didn't get that. I'm sure... Uh, I think this match is next week. Yes, it's, sure. ne- yeah, it's next week, yeah. But I guess it's probably not going to be elimination. It should be, but it's probably not. Right. So, so Private Party gets ball number one. Uh, and Silver and Reynolds got the number two spot. I like that. I, I, I love that team. I like that. Three, three I'm and four. I'm glad they got this <laughs> spot, man. Yeah, I really am. Um, I, you know what? I, I, I almost wish they would drop the three and four on them. Like I feel like you know how you have like um, how you have Evil Uno and yeah. um, and uh, Stu Grayson. Yeah, I almost wish they would just be. Um, uh, but fucking wow! Go ahead, tell me the names because I just they're Silver and Reynolds. Yeah, Silver and Reynolds. Thank you. They were literally on my tongue. I almost call them Robson. Yeah. Silver and Reynolds. <laughs> I almost wish they would just go with the names now, like yeah. they've graduated yeah, yeah. from the numbers type thing. Yeah, I um, think, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. So, uh, yeah, th- I'm glad they're in the match. I like that team a lot. Pretty then cool. we get Butcher and a Blade, drawn number three. Not bad. Not bad. I'm ex- I'm okay with it. Yep. If, and then, <laughs> and then, and then when when Tony Schiavone sulked when he saw who drew the fourth one, I already <laughs> knew who it was when he sulked. Uh, Young Bucks. Um. You know what? You know what this did when they announced Young Bucks. And don't get me wrong. I'm a. I like the Bucks. I just don't like the, this whole thing they're doing now. It's just weird. But you know, we we mentioned a couple things tonight, and we're getting close to the end here. But we mentioned a couple things tonight too soon. We should wait a little longer. Too soon. This is one I'm gonna add on. I wish they just as much as I didn't like it. I wish they waited. Because I see the guys they got in this ring already. And now you put the Bucks there. It's not a foregone... I mean, nothing's guaranteed. Don't get me wrong. I get it. It's not a foregone conclusion the Young Bucks are going to win. But it's a foregone conclusion that the Bucks are going to win. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, could they wait a little longer to do the Bucks thing? I mean, you got... You got Butcher the Blade in there. You got Reynolds and Silver in there. Private Party, okay. But those two teams, those next two teams, I'm sorry. I would like to see them get a shot at FTR. Whether or not they win is irrelevant. Just get in there with them. I would love to see a Reynolds, Silver Reynolds, FTR match. Dude, that match is going to be badass. I think there's magic there. But so, all right, now you throw the bucks in, you're not gonna get it. Yeah, it's a shit show, bro. It's a shit show. I'm sorry, I, I, yeah. it's it's a complete yeah. shit show. Um, hey, do we know why the young bucks are angry? No, we don't know why they're. Well, we have an idea why they're angry. Where it's they're an assumption. It, it's a, it, hold on. This long without the titles. Maybe it's still an assumption, right? right. I, I that, could that could that very well. There could be more to that. They're not telling the story though. All they're all they're doing is angry young bucks super kick people. Um, ten thousand dollar fine every week. They just they can just walk around and super kick whoever they want for ten thousand dollars every week. Somebody explain that one to me. Uh, explain to me why when Nyla Rose beat up an official, she was suspended and the young bucks have it. So that rule obviously doesn't matter. So the next time somebody beats up an official, uh, apparently they shouldn't be suspended. Because the young bucks, well, have, they're not EVPs. Uh, yeah, but yeah, but here's the thing: if that's the reason, if that's your reasoning, you need to tell that story on TV. That's not being right. told. All we see is them throw ten thousand dollars in Tony Khan's lap, or them saying, right. "Oh, we don't have enough to throw Tony ten thousand dollars on Tony Schiavone." So they could super kick a referee. They could super kick Alex Marvez. They could super kick Tony Schiavone, break his phone, whatever else, and and that's fine. No explanation for any of it. Again, they look like the high school dorks walking around super kicking people. This is not the way to do FTR and the Young Bucks. I'm sorry, it's not. It's not because if FTR uses, loses to the Young Bucks under this scenario, it's going to suck. And, that, and that's, that's shit. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like, wait. Right. Uh, plus, 
who who's the baby? Heel versus heel's tough, bro. Heel yeah. baby versus baby is one thing. Heel versus heel is really tough. I don't care if it's Young Bucks and FTR. And here's the, here's the thing: they don't. We don't even have a reason other than the Young Bucks. Soup. Maybe you're like, oh my god, they super kicked Tony Schiavone, or they super kicked the referee. We don't have. We don't. There's no basis for us hating the young. You know what I mean? Like hating right. the Young Bucks on screen. Now this. Right dork shit and everything else we've been talking about that's one thing well on screen on the show there's we don't even know who they are right now and this is not the time to be interjected in this title fight and that's part of the reason why i asked whether it's elimination or not because i think that plays into them winning because if it's an elimination match i think they win if it's not they could very easily lose without ever taking a pin and i think that's a big thing they're sulking Right. I think that's the right that's the right avenue. To given go in, in my given opinion. yes, given the scenario you're in right now, um any one of the other three team teams winning would be better. Uh I prefer I prefer Silver and them to win, but I think yeah. it probably will be Butcher and Blade. Uh I'm okay with that too. I'm I'm okay, but again, heel versus heel, here we are again. Um right. unless unless you're calling FTR a tweener, maybe maybe you're going that way, maybe. Um, they wrestle like heels, though. Um, I think I think in that case they'll they'll be heels, but people. But in that case, people are going to root for FTR. You're you're not going to blur the line. You know what I mean? Of course. (laughs) Excuse me. Um, I don't see Private Party winning, but at least it. I I think the match should. I I hate I hate four way tag matches that aren't elimination, and I think it should be an elimination match. But to have the Young Bucks lose, I'm almost okay with it being like Blade could pin, you know, Mark Quinn. You know what I mean? Yeah, I am too. I am too. Or maybe John Silver takes the pin and then the Young Bucks want to fight them at the pay-per-view. Because they cost them the title shot. Or, you know, at least, at least tell a fucking story. Please. And please, can we can we do some progression with anybody in the Elite right now? Just a little bit? It's, I mean, this is like... They're, they're doing you know? nothing. They're doing nothing with this. But having them come out and super kick people... Okay, fine. And hey, listen, I, I'm I'm just gonna throw it out there. And thank you to everybody who listens. I had five different people reach out to me, and they're like, "Dude, you nailed that young buck thing. You're 100 percent right. It's fucking horrible." So, so I mean, I, it's just, it's not just me. It's not just us as a show that's seeing this. F- people watching it, friends of mine, people, fans of the, of this show that are watching it are seeing the same thing. Because it I doesn't don't, make sense. It yeah. doesn't make sense. Yeah. You go yeah. from one extreme to another. Yeah. And it's just, it's just, and there was no explaining explaining how they got there. And if they explained it, maybe we'll get it. We may not still like it, but at least we got some sort of explanation. And, and listen, this, if, you're, got nothing. if you're if you're an old school old school cool truth listener, or even a new school cool truth listener, I don't need to qualify the idea. This is this is not young bucks heat. <laughs> I know Edwards isn't with us tonight, but if he was, the three of us have been fans of this tag team for a long time. We've defended them forever. But it's yeah. called cool truth for a reason. You got to be fair. This isn't good. 
Whether it's because of them, whether it's because of who's booking it, I don't know. Like you keep saying our EVPs, you're right. If how could they think this is good? Self evaluation, it's not good, dude. Do something with this. Do something with this. Yeah, get back in the ring and do what you're good at. And, at least, and if you're gonna, and if you're gonna, and, and if you're gonna continue down this road, you, you just saying, oh, we're just throw ten thousand dollars at everybody we super kick. That's, I mean, come on, dude. That's not a story for anybody that's serious. Yeah, I mean. And if I'm FTR, and, and, you know, FTR has a big stake in in who they are as a tag team. From everything you read in here, and and the way they've been presented so far, they have a big stake in, you know, having tag ropes and presenting tag matches in a certain way. You're telling me FTR's watching that and thinking it's good? I have a hard time believing that. Yeah, and, 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 and you know the, the segments ended with uh, the Bucks super kicking. Or Arn, Arn and Tully, <laughs> you're telling me Arn and Tully are watching that thing, and that's good. Yeah. Or Jr. No. Or Tony Schiavone, or anybody. And here's the other. Here's the other thing. Excalibur. What, what was he even talking about during this thing? The match is completely broken down. Well, it's not really a match. It, it, like, he's like, oh, super. Oh, yeah, oh, his his commentary was pitiful during it. Because he's still in one breath, he's shitting on the Bucks for super kicking Tony, but in the next breath, he's trying to put over the super kick party. I don't know. Yeah, it's just, it was very bad all around. It was very. Oh, bad it was all around. bad. It was just all yep. bad. Yep. And then we go from bad to worse <laughs> because our girl, our girl. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, pal. Sheeta. Our girl on the Cool Truth show here is Sheeta. And she had to oh, She had she had to dirty up the waters and go in the ring with Big Swole. Now I myself learned one thing through this match, and this match was not very good, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Was not good, and let me explain Be something good. to you. It wasn't because it was. It wasn't because Sheeta wasn't trying. Big Swall had no, no, no business in this match, and it was shown why tonight. Mm. She was the, the the phrase "You need to stay in your lane." <laughs> It's definitely met for an individual like Big Swole. She was swimming in the deep waters tonight, and my friends, she did not know how to swim. That's my uh, opinion. Uh, all right, I agree with you. Uh, I'm going to take a little bit of it off her. Uh, if your company comes to you and says, hey, on our one-year anniversary show, we're going to give you a title shot against Sheeta, no one's going to say no. And right. say I'm not ready, and I and she and she has confidence, and she fully thinks she's ready. And um, I've seen her wrestle on the Indies before. She's not horrible. I I, it, I don't think she's great, but she's not horrible. I've seen her have matches with Tessa, and I listen. Tessa's very good. She she has a way of carrying a lot of people, as does Sheeta. Um, I think that the level of competition. In the women's division, 
at AEW is such that if you're not wrestling Sheeta or saving an, another couple, you're just not getting high level competition enough and it's lowering the level of the division overall. It, it sounds like I'm making excuses for Big Swole, which I, I guess I kind of am. Uh, but I think that's part of it. I'm just trying to be fair. But she did not put on a good performance tonight. And listen, you, JR, I know what he's trying to do. I'm not going to kill him. He Listen, he's protecting the, the, uh, the brand. He's not going to sit there and be like, oh, look at her. You fucked up. You fucked up. You fucked up. Like some asshole fan. And listen, we've all seen it in shows where people miss moves or slip or whatever. And I, I, I those you fucked up chants, I always hated that. I think it's disrespectful. You know, at the end of the day, people are performing for you. But what she did tonight was not good. Um, it was very amateur looking. Um if I'm from WWE watching that and you're telling me that you're going to be my competitor, I'm laughing at you. I'm sorry. It, it was that bad. It just it just was. It just, I'm trying to be fair here. Um, the I, 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 I texted you guys. Botch Fest Mania. It, it, you can just yeah. see it. It, 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 there, it, it. There were simple stuff she was doing wrong. Like, there, like she'd have rolled her up and she was like sideways to the point where she couldn't even like kick out on herself. I think she screwed up a few times early on. I think it got in her head. And I think she wrestled like someone who was, from that point on, who was trying not to make a mistake. And like anything in life, when you're trying not to make a mistake is when you make most of them. And I think that's what you had here. Um, I I don't really want to beat up on her any further. It just wasn't very good. It just wasn't very good. And, you know, listen... I got it. I just got to lean on the side of giving Sheeta a pass because we've Sheeta has a track record that says this isn't her. <laughs> you know, I, so you know it is what it is with Swole. Uh, you got to rebuild her up there or something. I don't know if you want if you want to go that route, but uh, the the whole thing with Baker wasn't great, and now this. Um, you know, listen, just being fair, it doesn't look very good for her right now. Dude, I haven't seen her do one good thing since she's been here. And now you give her the spot that you did with Baker on all. They out. probably put her that in a spot. That, shits. I mean, that's that's a fair that's a fair criticism of the company, though, to say that right. she shouldn't have been well, in a spot. I, right. You know. Um, I mean, fuck my god, Swole. I'd rather see Evelise in that spot or Diamante in that spot. Fuck, go back to Thunder Rosa. It's your year anniversary show. Would you just do a grudge match with her? I don't care. But the fucking you come up with this big fucking swole. She's done shit since she's been there. Like you're like, dude. Oh, I can't, man. I'm just I've seen enough of it, and it's just she's not good, you know. Dude, I, I go back to when I was trying to tell you about some of the, the girls I've seen from overseas they brought in. Uh, the girl from England who gave Brit a concussion. Uh, she was the shits at AEW. But I've seen her shit overseas on YouTube, and it was good. You know, dude, you, I, I, it's funny. I'm singing the tune that you've been singing, and, 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 and no, no. And, I, I can't, man. You just... You're trying to build this brand up, right? You got your competition. 
that you're not saying it's competition, but you got Chris Jericho saying it's competition. And, dude, you're really not competition to WWE because their women's division from top to fucking bottom is so much better than AEW's. And it's just, and it's just, this, like, this is proven tonight again. Yeah. You know, yeah. You got you know you got NXT tonight. Tony Storms making her return to NXT. And and outside of Sheeta and Thunder Rosa, they got nobody that could touch Tony Storm. And it's just dude, it just it's just you want you want AEW, you want to be competitive with WWE. Fix your women's division, man. Take it more fucking serious. And not yeah. a shit show that you're making it out to me. It's not very good. It's just not very good. No. I mean, there's just no other way to say it. And uh, I listen. You know, you know, a couple months ago when we were talking about possibly Tessa coming in, but even if she did right now, and let's say she beat Sheeta, where do you go from? There's nowhere to go. Why would she go there? Why? why right, yeah, why? yeah, exactly. And here's the other thing. Where, where are they going with Sheeta? Seems exactly. like they're going to go back to Nyla Rose, I guess. They kind of teased that a little tonight. Um, yeah. All right. God. Definition of insanity the, the is other, what, The other thing, too, the other thing too, AEW is like... Does every person that has like their next challenger, do they have to like be in the crowd like watching the match? Especially <laughs> like, ladies. Can, can, like, can, can we come up with something like a little bit better? Like, you know, you know, like remember when they had the uh, the the shows at uh, QT's gym and they had the trailer yeah. where they're pretending to like gamble. Like, can yep. we have like a trailer or like uh, you know, you know how how sometimes like WWE will do it where the the guy who's gonna you know the the number one contender or whatever will like be in the back watching the monitor or something. Uh, can can he do something like that? Do, do they all have to be sitting in the crowd? Like, how many times have we seen this already? So we're gonna get yeah, we're probably gonna get Nyla. So instead of them working on work working on getting Anna J there. So you could do an Anna J. Sheena program. Nah, We're I gonna think, get. I, I think she's. Going, I think that's Brandy. I mean, I think that's Brandy. Right, but I'm just saying. I'm just using it as an example. Like you got other others there you could do that you haven't gone to. It's just lazy booking. Going back to what you've done over and over again. Mm-hmm. Definition of insanity is what doing the same thing over and over again, but expecting a different result. Yes. That is AEW's women's division. Definition of insanity. So, we get Kingston, Penta. This is what we were talking about a few minutes ago. Kenta. uh, Kenta. We get Kingston, Penta, and Ray show up at the commentary table. Why the hell do we need like 10 people at the commentator table? I don't get it. You know, and then uh, this in this spot, this video clip I liked, but it gets lost in the sauce because you're going into the main event. This video clip they should have done earlier in the night. 
was the Sean Spears explaining his thing with Scorpio Sky that started on Dark, that's now seeping into Dynamite, which we've wanted to see video clips like this. Show us things from Dark that many people haven't seen. Go on to Dynamite. It comes on Dynamite. You don't know what's going on. But we finally get a clip, and they get it, and they get it towards the end of the show. I like the video. The video makes sense. Glad to see Spears on there. Scorpio on there. But they should have done it towards the beginning of the show, in my opinion. I don't know if you have a thought. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. I, <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of at a loss for that one, brother. Yeah, I mean, like, I've watched the darks. So I've seen I've seen this take place. Some, just, some of it is that I don't watch dark, you know. Right. So I, I, just, on occasion I will, but right now I'm I'm way too busy to watch darks. So right. That just yeah. doesn't happen. So I've caught the, I've caught these darks they're talking about speaking about this clip. So I get it. I just think that this 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 video explaining Spears and Scorpio. Don't get it wouldn't get lost going into the main event doing this. That they should have done it in the you know the one the, first yeah, hour. Yeah, maybe. Uh, the one thing I'll say though is at least they're acknowledging it on Dynamite. That's, yes, where, that's why I'm not killing them. They're yeah, acknowledging. Yeah, so it's it maybe maybe the idea is again like we've talked about in the past give you that reason to yeah. uh, to watch Dark and you know we've there's been times where they've reference things that happen on dark without without actually explaining that they happen on dark so maybe that's right. you know maybe this is their way of going about it so yeah maybe not perfect but i, I you know I, I at least they're at least they're doing it so right I, that's what i'm saying you, you can, yeah, you can I, I, yeah you can but I, but you can i mean placement you know we could, placement of a, a few of the things they did uh tonight um and they also had i, I think we missed it again was moxley attacking uh Archer this time. <laughs> um, we, I don't know why we keep missing that. Yeah, one. no. Alex did it before Hardy. Um, they, uh, Moxie did it before the. Uh, it was before Hardy. Hardy. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. right. So yeah. So uh, again, I just want I just wanted to bring it up because uh, that that thing that Edwards likes to talk about, we're threading the main yeah. event throughout the show by having yeah. Archer attack Moxley, Moxley attack Archer, and then you, you know you you you're constantly like the reminder that this is the main event, you know. Uh, especially being for the uh, the championship, and then we're here. We got Archer and Moxley. And I can tell you, I liked what Box what Archer did in the beginning. Yeah, it was a good intro. <laughs> Here's the thing: he threw threw him through some kind of wall. Yeah, which is cool. And he finally like threw a big guy. You know what I mean? It yeah. wasn't like a little guy. Yeah, yeah, a little guy with a mask on. Yeah. Did they change his music though? It changed a little bit, yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure I like that. Yeah. The, the only reason why I'm asking is because I was actually watching... I was watching AEW on the big screen, and then on the tablet I had something else on. So I, I, I had this sound on. I was watching both and had the sound on for both. So I'm like, man, the music sounds funny. I didn't know if it was because I was listening to something else at the time also, but yeah. Yeah, no, it's changed a little bit. You know, I like this old music better. But I'll tell you, though, this match wasn't bad, especially when they kicked it to no DQ. So you knew the waters were going to get mucky in this match. 
And, uh, you know, they, I, and they didn't pull out any stops. I thought as much as I didn't like Kingston on there, dude, Kingston, I mean, he may have something when his wrestling career is over, being a color guy. He wasn't that bad. It's just needing four or five guys is not necessary. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but he's not bad. He's not bad on there. It's just it's hearing four people or five people. I just don't think it was necessary. Um, I thought this was an overall yeah, decent I, match. Uh, you don't here. Here's here. You know what? If you want to put Eddie Kingston on commentary here or there, or whatever, I, I don't have a problem with it. The guy could talk. Um, it, you don't need <laughs> Lucha Brothers out there with him for it. And here's right. the other thing: it's a goddamn title match. You know what I mean? You don't need the extracurricular for the title. This is your title. Like, I, I, I just don't understand this company with this title. They never put they never put this title on a pedestal. And I, and I think they did it again tonight by having extra guys on commentary, having extra guys out there. Um, you know, extracurriculars after the match, no problem with that. But you could have done right. that without them being out there. Right. What are they out there right. for? This should have been about the title match. You've been building this thing for a month now. Um, you know, and, and yeah, you you lost a little steam with the COVID thing with Archer. Okay, but you got through it. And then, you know, <laughs> you didn't do, I don't, I think they could have done more, but they didn't, but they got through it. And here you are. Here's the match. He's back. You threaded through the show. That's great. And then it's like, okay, run of the mill main event on AEW. Let's throw 20 guys on commentary. I, I don't understand the logic behind that. Yeah, it takes I, it I, takes away from the matches. It does, it does, but it does because Kenny was doing that to Hangman's uh, matches, and Hangman was doing it to Kenny. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah, yeah. you know, it's just is a case of point here as well. Um, as good as Kenny, as good as Kingston was, it just wasn't necessary. I like the match. I almost wish it wasn't um, no DQ. See, I liked it, and I think I liked it because it was no DQ. Okay, um, I'll, I'll give you my. I'll give you my reason. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I think I think that they're too much into this. Moxley always has to have weapons type of thing. Um, I think it's too much into that right now with him being champion. If he was the fucking hardcore champion, okay, but he's your champion. And here's the other thing: they both can wrestle. Let yeah. them show that a little bit. Like yeah. that's that's where that's where it lost me. Like I was looking for a similar match to the one they had at New Japan, and you didn't get that because you had you had a uh, a, a no holds barred match where you, you have weapons and everything else. You could still have a weapon or two outside in any title match, right? They do it all the time on every promotion everywhere. Right. You know what I mean? But uh, I think too much of too much of the weaponry. Uh, I would have liked to have a regular. Regular old title match, and again, when you make it no DQ, you gotta have. You know, I, I knew Moxley was gonna win, so I'm not gonna get crazy that that Archer took the pin. I'm sure he, I, I'm not surprised he did, and I won't be surprised if we don't see him again for three weeks now. So whatever. But you know, here you, you have you have a match, no holds barred. Moxley gets the pin. You know, Ray hits. Hits him with a chair. Ray Phoenix hits Archer with a chair. He gets, you know, hulks up and is ready to kill him. 
And Snake takes him out of the ring and let's whisk Archer out of there because we got to go to Eddie Kingston and, and Lucha Brothers. Um, I would like to see Archer, even if it's in that damn match for the you know tournament next week, uh, I'd like to see Archer get some retribution here with Ray. And maybe you go, maybe you have something there with those two, which could be pretty good. Uh, I, I'm going to be, again, pretty disappointed if we don't see Archer for a couple weeks and all that goes unchallenged type of thing, which which is what probably will happen because that's what they always do. No, I think you're on something with that. I think you're right. I think that would be good if, you know, he comes out and just beats the shit out of both brothers, you know what I mean? But doing something would be good. We probably won't get it. But that's definitely a good route. Or maybe it costs Give Ray the good. match, you know, right. and that's Penna moves on or something like that. Uh, yeah. Because I mean, obviously, you could do Mox. You could do Moxley with either one and be okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I like it. Um, you know, you get Kingston, you know, choking out Moxley at the end, and that's how it's. That's how the show ends. I'm curious to see where they're going with that, but. Uh, you know, I I don't know, man. Uh, it was a little weird of an ending. Again, I don't mind the beatdown, you know, but it's just, okay, where are you going with this beatdown? That's just all I'm curious about. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just, you know, so you were getting another Moxley-Kingston match, I guess. Okay, but... What's the stipulation on this? Is that is that who Moxie's going to defend the title against at full gear? To me, that doesn't seem like a a pay per view type match. That's more like a dynamite match to me. Again, no knock on Kingston. Just looking at the placement, you know, when you place everybody on a total pole. I'm just looking at everybody on a total pole. Kingston doesn't seem to be that top. Let's have a pay per view type for a title match. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it, it, it makes you wonder where they place the title match in that safe situation too. <laughs> you know, yeah. Um, well, yeah. I mean, well, if it's Bucks FTR, you have to think that's going to close the show. Uh, yeah, or Hangman and Kenny. Yeah, but are you going to put the number one contender final over your title match? Yeah, see, I don't. You know, I would. I. It's it's an interesting question. You know. Yeah, I mean, I, I, FTR for me, for me, looking at not knowing any. If that's your, if if it's FTR box, would would would, would it be better? Let me ask you this. Here, that would be my main event. Would it be better to keep Archer in this situation and have it be a three way with Moxley, Archer, Eddie Kingston? And let it be the main event. Sign me up. Sign me up for that. I'm okay with that. I, I think I, I think that's how you can do it and make it make sense. Yeah. 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 He, you know, we were beating the shit out of each other. He got me on a little roll up. I'm not done with him. He and Eddie's like, I didn't tap. You know, you know what I mean? Like they both staked their claim they to having a rematch. A for, the, for the world title yet. Right. I think I'm okay and, with that. And, you know, it's a triple threat. Triple threats are yeah. basically no rules anyway, so there you go. Right. You have your, you know, your weapons, you have your whatever. Yeah, I think that would be interesting. 
and that keeps Archer in that storyline. At least Which for I, I would prefer. Yeah. To be honest with you. And then, you know, you have, you know, you got three guys, three, four guys that could cut promos too. And that, yeah. when you have, you know, Jake and Archer, then you have Kingston and then you have Mox. So, uh, yeah. I think that, I think that could make some sense right there. Yeah. That could be a, that's a triple threat main event. And then, you know, you could move, you could move FTR bucks. See, I'm not, I'm not a hundred, I'm not a hundred percent convinced that it's FTR and the bucks. But if Either we sti- if we but if, but if we stick to our AEW rule of thumb r- rule of thumb that the most obvious thing is the mo- was what they're probably going to do, then you're probably right. They probably will go to, uh, they probably will go to Bucks FDR. And I'm okay with that closing the show. I'm not gonna lie to you. I- I'll be okay oh, with that. I listen. I mean. I'm okay with that closing the show too, uh, and especially when you're having those two teams, and you're having the uh, EVPs who said they're going to make tag team wrestling main event worthy, and then you have you know one of the best tag teams in the world who you brought in who have elevated the division already, so it makes sense for them to go last. You know, you you know what the you know what the problem is is just the way the Bucks are going. It just doesn't feel like the Bucks, right. and it, I just it I does. mean it just. It does. And, and and the way they're going like going about getting this match is like really this is how they're really gonna get it? No. Uh, yeah. No, that's that yeah, I agree. Uh, it just seems like it could have been better, that's all. But you're right. Uh there there is there I, I would say there's a good shot that they do do Bucks and FTR, and there's probably a good shot that that would close the show. I mean I'm I'm curious to see how this this full gear lineup is going to go because I'm starting to dig some of the stuff they're doing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, going through it, now that we went through it, um, it seems like they could put together a pretty pretty good card. Yeah. Yeah. It could be really, a really, really good one. Yeah, really you know? good. And it's just, I'm curious to see where they're going with the women's title, though. That's the one, that's the one uh, glaring hole. The pre-show? Was that? (laughs) The (laughs) pre-show? Sorry, Cheetah. I'm sorry, bud. (laughs) Heels? Oh, Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, uh, there we go. AEW Dynamite. Um, Let's do this. We have some time still. Let's... uh, I haven't watched much, if any, lately. But... uh, Give us your uh, your thoughts on uh, where New Japan is at right now. Oh, dude, I'm um, I'm about four shows behind, but um, right now, Jay White is the MVP of the tournament, in my opinion. Um, it's the J one; it's not the G one, but. The way they just store the storytelling, and it's just uh, Ibushi and I want to say it was Ibushi and Ishii. One of the nights had a five star match themselves. Like it's not just Jay White. It's that whole A block is just fucking ridiculously good. That whole A block is outstanding. Uh, you know, Naito is on another level. Evil's doing well in the B the B block, but I'll tell you, they're setting up 
they're setting up for the Civil War, man. And it started, and I don't want to play spoilers, so if you guys don't want to hear, if you plan on watching, this is probably where you want to turn it down. But, so, about a week ago, uh, yeah, about a week ago, Evil, it was Evil's Night, matched up with Kenta. And Evil, <laughs> Evil did some dirty tactics to Kenta. So, a night or two later, Jay, Jay was wrestling Cobb, and Cobb went over on Jay. And, but that wasn't the really story. Back when they do the uh, interviews, in the back after the post-match interviews, Jay called Evil out on, dude, you know, this is Bullet Club. What are you doing? What'd you do that to Kenta for? Like, you wouldn't be where you are if it wasn't for Bullet Club. You wouldn't been the champ if it was for Bullet Club. What are you doing? Just called Evil out. So Evil's been starting to call Jay, Jay out, saying, nobody in the Bullet Club likes you. Mm. You'll find out. You know, get Gato, you think he's up with you? You're going to find out soon enough. Like, dude, it's... It's there. I mean, you could you could YouTube the, the interviews and you can hear different stuff. But they're setting up for the Civil War. And, uh, um, yeah, so, but Jay White's on another level, AC. Uh, he, opened, he opened going over on Ibushi. That was his first night. His second match, he went over on Okada. I mean, that's how he started his J1 was Ibushi Okada back-to-back. That's how he started the tournament. Uh, he's tied for first. I think he's got 12 points. Evil and Naito are tied in the B block at 12 um, as well. So I'm thinking we're going to probably see... Uh, we're going to see a uh, Evil... And uh, Jay White final, as Edwards predicted, before the tournament started. I think that's what we're going to see. And uh, I, I think that's what we're going to see. I want, it, But, yes, because right now, Evil has the tiebreaker over Naito. Because Evil beat Naito during the okay. tournament. So they're 12-12, but Evil has the tiebreaker. Uh, Kenta... His last match is against Naito, so I'm curious to see where that's going to go. But um, but it looks like it looks like with if Evil and Naito s- stay tied, Evil has the tiebreaker because he he and Sonata are the only two to beat Naito during a tournament so far. Mm, okay, and that and that Sonata he's got like eight points, but he's got two matches that went over 28 minutes apiece. The gem with Naito was over was uh, oh twenty seven forty six almost twenty eight minutes, and then the other night I forgot who he faced went exactly twenty minutes for him to go over. But he's done well, much better this year than last year. And you see, honestly, I know that people say it every year this this one's better than this one. This tournament's been fantastic. The wrestling has been good. The crowds have been half or more. So that's been good to see. 
Um, but I have matches uh, that I wrote down in my iPad that I'll forward you. If you wanna don't want to watch the whole thing, you just want to watch certain matches from each night, I got that, and I plan on shooting that to you and uh, you and Edwards. But it's been it's been fantastic. It really has. Um, it, it's just it's just it's it, it's been it's it's been incredible. I've enjoyed I normally, it. I normally get very much into the G one. just yeah, yeah, I know. This year has been hard. Yeah, it's so hard. work schedule so busy, and yeah, crowd thing, and it's yeah. been hard. So, well, it's, so not, it's not um, only it's 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 not only the it's not only the crowd thing. It's um. The work thing, man. It's a big part. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so basically, the weird, the weird part about it is getting home earlier, um, has kind of halted my like my New Japan watching. So basically, back in the day when I used to close, I'd get home when New yeah, Japan was you starting. Had the lucky rotation, dude. I yeah, was, it was I'd starting. So yeah. I'd I'd watch New Japan, then go to bed and then go to sleep. Bed. And then yeah. I'd, you know, go back to work at 4 o'clock or whatever, 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock, whenever I had to be in. Now, I get home earlier, but I also go in earlier, and then I, I watch all the other things that I'm into right now. Obviously, there's more important things going on in the world that I'm clued in on. Sure. Um, that, that's what's going on. So, the New Japan, it's, it's funny, like, it's kind of like, as crazy as it sounds like it's off my radar. When you bring it up, I'm like, oh shit, it's, it's not even that... What what I've watched recently from New Japan has been good. It's not even that it looks bad. It's just that my my schedule's changed so much. Anyway, um, I, uh, I I think part of it too is they're having a split roster. You know, it's just a little bit different because you know before when you know when they always had the full roster for a lot of this yeah. stuff. Um, is is Tama and all those guys back or no? No, Tama isn't. Okay. But what they're done now. So they didn't bring in the guys from the U.S. Basically, is they didn't. They 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 they, they brought a few, not okay. everybody over. Okay. Um, probably just Tama, the ones. Probably just the ones that were taking part of the G one. Right, because they're still doing the, they're still doing the tapings. Um, Gorillas of Destiny are doing the tapings for the strong Friday night show still. So um, he's back. He's back to being a tag wrestler. Yeah. Oh, okay. and, gotcha. and they announced during this tournament, you know how they were you know how they did the juniors tournament and they did the tag team? They had their tournament. Yep. They're they're, they're doing it both together on the same card. Uh, okay. So half the card would do the tag and half the card would be the juniors. So they're combining it together. Um so everybody's gonna be brought over for that. Gotcha. So so that's good. That's that's Excuse me, I'm sorry. That came out of nowhere. I apologize, but um, so yeah, so that's the next thing on on the docket is a tag juniors tournament. Oh fuck! Yeah, right, brother. Yeah. We'll let we'll let the professor catch catch his breath here. <laughs> we'll get back to uh, talking a little New Japan before we get out of here. We, we got reflex. It sucks. Uh, you're good, bro. We got we got through the uh, dynamite so quick. I figured uh, the professor could give us the, uh, the oh, New man, Japan the New Japan breakdown. Dude, it's here. so good. In the next two weeks, guys, if you want to watch something on a Friday night, and you got the New Japan app. 
watch their USA show. Um, they, they, they posted for the next two weeks what the card is going to look like. And I think they're about a month into recordings because Jay White is still over there for a couple of them. Um, but one of the main events, and I think it's this Friday. I don't know. I'm actually going to Google it um, when we're done with this because I want to watch it. And you're going to get a you're going to get a liking under this. The newly engaged, congratulations, Flip Gordon. Um, he announced on Twitter he's engaged. Um, yes, I saw that. Flip Gordon and uh, his very and lovely Brody, uh, fiance. She's a very lovely person. I'm happy. Very lovely. Yes. Uh, and his tag team partner, Brody King, are in the main event against Gorillas of Destiny. Mm. I want to check that out. That's either this Friday or next Friday. But I believe so what, that. What is what is going is on with this ROH bubble? Um, right now, the big thing with ROH is they're doing their pure tournament. Oh, okay, so Flip Flip had te- he had tweeted or, fe- or, or or Instagram that he had the, he got tested, he was clean, and he had to head to the ROH bubble, and that yep. he would be in trouble if he refused to wear his mask. So stay tuned. I don't know. Gas- I don't know if he. Yeah, I don't know if he's making a joke about the gas mask or what. But uh, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but he did use the words R- ROH bubble. So. But yes, it uh, they're in the semifinals. That's Flip, is Flip in the pure tournament? I don't think so. No, I didn't think so either. But I mean, yeah. they'll probably have other matches associated with it. Yeah, probably... yeah. Grisham just defeated Matt Seidel in one of the semifinals. So Seidel's so still like... with ROH. Um, I think he's doing stuff with them hmm. too. But I thought he did sign an AEW contract though as well. Maybe he had some appear- maybe he had some appearances he had to some appearances he had to finish up, or... would yeah. be my guess. But well, I hope there was Ring no of condensation Honor's on the ropes to, for him. Close to be coming there. back. Okay. Was that? I said I hope there was no condensation on the ropes for him down there. <laughs> no, they're poor, in the bubble. Poor guy. Poor guy. <laughs> oh my god. Now, could you imagine, dude? Especially no. like somebody like him who's probably did that move. 20,000 oh. times. <laughs> Dude. Dude, you know the this guy. Jay, you know, I got to give JR guy. credit, though, with the big swole thing. Like, he was like, the perspiration. Like, he was on it. Like, it was almost like he was waiting for her to fuck up. You know what I mean? Like, oh, man. Well, you know, it's. The guy got to give him credit. He was on it. He was on it. He's trying to build that division up, but these girls aren't giving him much to work with. Yeah. You got to give JR an A for effort. Maybe, he is maybe, trying. You know, maybe the people in charge of it need to reevaluate. Yeah, well. Well, we've talked about that before as well. Part of it, too. Yeah, absolutely. It's a huge part of it. All right, anything else? Somebody has to do some face looking in the mirror. Yeah, anything else you got before we get out of here? No, man, just, uh, um, you know, try to catch up on uh, some of that Japan stuff because I I know you'll, you'll enjoy it. And like I said, I'm gonna put this little thing together, you know that I that I've been been um, uh, writing in my note, little thing in my iPad. Sent you Edwards to give you an idea of what you know you want to navigate through some stuff, fast forward through some stuff, um, you know, 
catch this yeah. particular, you know. Or, yeah, send me matches. So I'm I gonna, yeah, yeah, cher- cherry exactly pick a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, so that's what I'm working on. So I'll probably have you have that for you guys. Because it ends this, uh, this Sunday, the 18th. Oh, um, nice. Uh, 18th or 19th or something like that. This weekend it ends. We got, and, Helen, uh, we got Helen the Cell coming up in a couple weeks. Yeah, you know, and, and you had the draft, which... I didn't even watch it yet. No, it's on my DVR plan. You know what it is? Is I I I, I, I plan on catching up with a couple of things because I wanted to see SmackDown, but this the, the J One tournament has got me uh has got me all invested because I'm really digging some of the stuff they're doing, and uh, nice. just continue, like you're gonna like it. Tai Chi went on a nice run in the beginning. It's kind of like remember I said that to you because you told me that and I was like, oh, that's a bad sign. You, you, yeah. This, if you know anything about the G one, the guy, a little bit. yeah, the guys who go on the quick run usually but, lose, and the guys who start but, out slow usually win. Yeah, but he. What about Ibushi? With his losses, they've been good matches, man. Tai Chi, he's he uh, he's taking that next step. Wow, serious man. Wow, he's a, he's a player. He's tai, a player. Tai Chi must no be doing doubt. good for you to say that. I'm impressed. Has, I got to check it dude, out. His matches, I can't stand his gimmick. But his matches have been really good. Nice. Good really to good. Good to hear. Good to hear. Yeah. What about my yeah. boy Ibushi? Uh, I, I'm thinking, I'm, you know what? I'm, uh, he's he's up there. He's he's tied, but he doesn't have a tiebreaker. Yeah, when are they going to go uh, all the way with him, man? They got to go all dude, the way I, with him. I, I, I'm predicting he's going heel, brother. Think so? That's fine. I just want him to go all the way with him. God heel in his in his match will be with Tanahashi at at Wrestle Kingdom, mm. like past the torch. Break like the but team I, break. I, the, the team break. Go, team breaks go up. He pe- he goes beats Tanahashi, and then next year will be the yeah. year of Abushi. Yeah, I like yeah. it. I like it. Heel Abushi. Heel Abushi. All right, we're gonna wrap it up here. Cool Truth Retro Mania Wrestling Podcast Network. Cool Truth Podcast Productions for Mister White House. And the absent one, he, like I said, he's he was in the lab, Hollywood, Jeff Edwards. I'm Daddy Cool AC. We'll see you guys very soon with a show of some sort. <laughs> Nighty night, everybody. Nighty night. Sleeping